Let's Be Legendary podcast is a member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts ranging from true crime to nerd culture and convention news, please visit nerdandtie.com. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include fantasy violence, including the use of firearms, mature themes, and gore. The world is a weird and wild place, but even now, there are men who seek to tame it by any means necessary. Hatred is spreading throughout the land, covering it with fear and blood. Masquerading as propaganda for safety, darkness is spreading, consuming those who do not fit with the natural order. Infecting the streets with political grandstanding, they have set their sights on the highest office. Bounty hunters with badges try and keep the promises of a dead man, but the weight of death clings to their steps. Their rage is palpable, and revenge is consuming. Two decades have passed since the gateway between this world and a world of unbridled madness was opened. The door stands open still, and the wilds are slowly seeping in, searching out the ones that freed them from their cage. This is the Feywild West. We are the nightmares they want you to fear. We are the dead man's promise. Let's be legendary. Welcome back to Let's Be Legendary Wild West Edition. Sup? Peanut butter jelly time. <laughs> Last we left our madcap adventurers. Mm-hmm. They had just re-entered the town of Blackwater for the first time in almost half a year. Deja vu. Indeed. They entered. It, is, it was just foggy, right? Yep. Yeah. It is once again covered in a thick fog. You stand on the road approaching the town, seeing the fog ahead of you. Okay, well. What's that thing that you can do? That's what I'm going to cast, um, de- detect evil and good, I think. Yes. That's okay. how I found out what it was before. Okay, what does that spell do exactly? For the duration, you know if there is an aberration, celestial, elemental, fey, fiend, or undead within 30 feet of you, as well as where the creature is located. Similarly, you know if there is a place or object within 30 feet of you that has been magically consecrated or desecrated. The spell can penetrate most barriers, but is blocked by one foot of stone, one inch of common metal, a thin sheet of lead, or three feet of wood or dirt. Okay, so you cast a spell. You get closer to the to the fog. And at first, you don't detect anything, except a feeling. A feeling. A familiar feeling. Oh shit! What well, sort of oh, feeling? Oh shit! That sort of feeling? Wait, like an undead feeling? No. What is it? Say. Oh hell! So some sort of irony in saying that I am genuinely disappointed that it is not undead. You can slowly turn your head at me all you want, but... I was thinking the same. Fuck. Yes. How many bullets do you have left? Twelve. Let's hope it's enough. 
Let's hope it's enough. All right. Uh, I had gotten off my horse, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna walk. Clo- I need to be close to the ground because if there's fog, then it's gonna be harder to see. Right. So. Do you want to put the horses away, or? Yes, I think we should put the horses away. Oh, they're gonna be so mad at us. But they will be more mad as they get killed. All right. Yeah, let's put them away. Okay. You find a rock nearby and open the door to put the horses in before entering into the fog. All right, here we go. Um, I'm watching pretty close to the ground. Okay. Like when dirt path becomes stone, a cobblestone, a more rough factor for the streets. Because we can't see specifically the town, right? Right. In fact, coming in, entering the fog and heading towards town, the fog is even thicker than it was on your previous visit. There's a very thick sense of heavy closeness in the air. Kind of look close up to you. I probably got an arm on you or a hand on you. Mm-hmm. No, I'm clinging to your arm. How high? How high spell can you? Five. What? Oh, I only have one though. Only one for double spell? Yes. And I haven't pre- prepared that. Alright. What spell are you looking at? Dispel, Dispel. evil and good. I, I did not have it to pick up. Alright. Well, let's rest on it. I'm kidding. <laughs> well, there's nothing else. There's probably going to be nothing else tomorrow, too. Still. Well, at least look. Mm-hmm. So keep wandering in slowly. Keep wandering in slowly. And as you approach closer to the actual town itself, you, you can tell because the road is becoming bit more packed. There are some cobblestones kind of scattered that eventually form up to a more solid road. Mm-hmm. And there's another smell that kind of in- that introduces itself into the air. Oh. It's not just water. It's thick vegetation. Like wet leaves? Does it smell like autumn? Are sort do- of. Are we dealing with an autumn fae? Or oh, a fae from the Ramble bottom or can I tell? Uh, make a perception check. Okay. Um, 17, 17 plus, plus 2 or is it 2 or 4? I'm going to remember this. 21. 21. You can't quite detect a, a season off of it. It, If you had to guess, it would be maybe spring. Okay. All right. Is there a specific. S- direction that scent is coming from or is it just omnipresent? It's just omnipresent. Okay, then in that case uh, let's head to a structure we know about so I'm going to say let's go towards the, the inn. Okay. The Black, the Black Bay. But I tried to go to it and it was That's why I'm saying let's go to it now mm-hmm. now see, that we're physically see, here. Making your way into town you do sort of see the shapes of buildings kind of looming around you and you make your way towards where-ish you remember the Black Bear Inn to be. And as you're kind of keeping an eye on the ground, Talia, you're noticing a lot more grass poking up between the cobblestones. Mm-hmm. And at one point you almost trip over it, but there's a cobblestone that's been overturned by a tree root that is sticking up out of the ground. I'm guessing that was not there before. No. Doesn't have blue leaves, does it? 
you don't actually quite see the tree. This is just what looks to be a root that has like risen up out of the ground and like then gone back down and in. Careful. What? Oh, I said careful. (laughs) No. I'm gonna carry you. Yes. (laughs) You make your way to the inn. Uh, I want both of you to make perception checks. Okay. Normal perception? Yeah. Hmm. 11. 25. 25, okay. I'm so, still, my toe, my toe helps too much. <laughs> yeah, so Celine, you're not as aware of this, but Talia, as you come up to the building, something's not right about it. Okay. It looks different. It's still roughly the same shape, but instead of it being made of refined boards and timber, it is a singular tree. What the fuck? What would? Oh, look at the building. It's... Oh, what's going with it? Do I see it when I'm looking up? Yeah. Oh, it's shit. a tree. It's a uh, shell is a tree. It, it looks more or less like the, like, like the inn actually did originally, but in, like I said, instead of just individual boards and planks, it's all bark. The steps that lead up to the door are a series of tangled roots that lead up to the door. Then there, but there is a door. There is a door. Is it windows? Yes. Can I look through the window? Yes. And? You see the interior of the inn, pretty much as it was when you last saw it. Is there anybody there? Nope. All right. Everything's kind of suffused with a dim light. I'm gonna go in. Okay. I'm coming with you. Uh, I'm gonna check the door for something. Thing. Okay. Like traps. Yeah, Making an not investigation. That, not that I'm guessing there are any traps per se. Oh, but watch. There are going to be like six traps and you're going to miss all of them. Probably. Uh, probably not, actually. 20. 20? There doesn't seem to be anything trappish about the door. You open it up and you're inside the inn. And inside here, it's much more familiar. Right. It's not treeified. It's all refined woods and planks. It looks much more normal. But looking around, give both of you give me investigation checks. I've got 20 again. Oh. Um, nine. nine. My okay. foot really hurts. I really <laughs> stubbed my foot on that stupid foot. Thanks for warning me. I did. Too late. A little bit too late. So yeah, Celine, your foot hurts. <laughs> Talia, looking around, you notice that, well, one thing that's pretty easy, you know, Celine would have noticed this too, is that a lot of the stools and chairs, some are knocked over. Almost all of them are drawn away from the tables, like whoever was sitting in them got up quickly. Uh You also notice that there is food left on some of the tables. Like not rotted? Oh, I'm... Mm. That's obnoxiously familiar. It is, and I hate, don't like it. And my foot hurts. Hello? Bonjour! DMP! I, I, I shout the same thing in Sylvan. Okay. Anything? Talia, since you've been the most on point with... Uh, Perception and investigation. Go ahead and give me a perception check really quick. Well, my foot else, so you know what? Uh, perception? Uh-huh. You almost don't hear it. 
but coming from behind the counter, there's a slight shifting creak of floorboard. Behind the bar? Behind the bar. How long have we been doing this for that spell? Oh, yes. Oh, it just ended. Shit. Pretty much as you enter the door. Shit. Uh, I head over to behind the bar. Okay. Is there a door behind the bar? There is. Okay. But I am following you, by the way. Okay. I motion to you over there. So you make your way over to behind the bar. Some of us limping. And huddling behind a keg that had fallen behind the bar is a gnome. A gnome. A gnome. He is hiding, kind of cowering in a corner. He looks a little rough. His clothing is torn in some places and like chunks of his hair are missing. Oh my gosh. Do we recognize? We didn't run into any gnomes, I don't think. No. I mean, you saw some in the town when you were here last, but- Well, yeah, but we didn't actually like interact. I think there was only a handful of people we actually physically interacted with. Yeah. uh, Do I see him? Yeah. Are you all right? He's just huddling in the corner. His eyes just like extremely wide. I cast John Poson. There, he fails to save. He like seizes it up for a second and starts breathing a little more easier. Are you all right? Just kind of starts looking around. His, his eyes are still like wide. All right. Nobody's all right. Deep. <laughs> <laughs> We're from the DMP. We're here to help. DMP. He just sort of like gets this far away look in his eyes. DMP. The dead man's promise? Right. DMP. DMP. What are you doing here? It's not safe. You have to get out. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. I take up my bottle of fireball. There you go. Want a drink? No food, no water. No, no food, no drink. Put that away. Fine. Faye. Oh, shit, right. Well, it's fine. I am a Faye. Celine looks so annoyed with herself. <laughs> I need to know your name. Buckstaff. Locks. Locks. Buckstaff. Locks? Like the fish. Yeah. <laughs> Did you work in the inn? No. Oh, do you know where anybody else is? Uh, Christy. Christy? What's a Christy? Christy's my friend. She went away. She said she'd be back soon. When did she say that? He just sort of shrugs and shakes his head. You take my pocket watch. It is currently 3.05. Okay. And I cast light on my... My pendant. Okay. His eyes go even a little wider at that. Lightbringer. What? Light. You are a lightbringer. I am a cleric. Chrissy said the lightbringer would come. I look at Talia. I shrug too. <laughs> uh, I. What is this lightbringer supposed to do? Push away the shadows. 
clear the dark shadows away from this place. Well, we're certainly going to give it a shot. Do you know what happened? He just goes quiet. He just kind of like stares off to the side. Celine? Mm-hmm. And at this point, you notice that this man has not blinked this entire conversation. I look him straight in the eye and blink. He just stares right back at you. We need to come up with a hand signal for a message. You can just nod to me. I nod at you. What's up? And I'm you cast message. This person has not blinked this entire time. I turn back to the gnome. What happened here, sir? The fog. The river. The river dried up. And from the source came out fog. And then people started disappearing. Some were invited. To a party. He like huddles away a little bit. To a party. To a party. It's fine, we just came from one of those. (laughs) Then creatures on the street. What sort of creatures? Shakes his head. I ran. I hid. You did good, Lox. Then Christy found me. Who's Christy? Your friend. But who is she? She is Christy. She found me. What she talks she... to me. What does she look like? Oh. I think I hear her coming back. And he stands up. All his, like, trepidation and nervousness just gone. And he quickly walks past you. I follow immediately. Okay. I follow too. He goes through the back door behind the bar into the back area. Uh-huh. And turns around a corner, moving quickly. And he stops just in a doorway. And looking out the doorway, he's like, Christy, there you are. I was getting worried. The Lightbringers come. And what do we see? Coming up to him? Yeah. Nobody. Oh, man. What's what's the doorway that he's in? Is that out to the outside? Is it to another room? What is it? It's to a broom closet, and nobody's there. I want to see if I can smell anything in that broom closet. Like, if he's actually lost it. Mm-hmm. Oh, if he's actually seen something, we just can't. Okay. So Go that's ahead what I'm... roll your perception with your bonuses. Yeah, with that roll. 18 no. plus 7. It smells like a dusty old broom closet. Christy? He turns and looks at you. Christy, this is the Lightbringer. I guess I'm the Lightbringer. I message you. I'm pretty sure everything that we need to know... We've already asked. We need to move on and see if we can find anybody else. Chris, I'm sorry. I'm having some trouble understanding what Christy is saying. Can you translate for me? Lux? She is saying how... She is saying how she is so grateful that the Lightbringer has come. And... He just kind of looks to the broom closet and back at you. And how... How she is very, very excited... To finally have the fog leave. 
we got rid of the fog the last time we were here. That we did. I'll tell you what, Locks. You and Christy, stay hidden here. And we're gonna go see if we can deal with this, alright? You're going out? That's where we came from. No, don't go out. Why not? Out is dangerous. Well, that's... I make my will save. Do not laugh. <laughs> dangerous. Remember, we're a DMP. We can do this. You should not go out. Why? What's out there? I don't know. I stay in. Well. What fun is that? Then you stay here and we'll go fix it. All right? Got to bring the light and all that. He looks very dubious, but okay. Still has not blinked. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I want to experiment one thing. Mm -hmm. I take the door out and stick it on the wall. Okay. Try to open it. It does not open. And I look at you. Anything you use, we don't get a rest. Unless we leave town. Unless we leave. And I have a feeling that we are not going to be able to walk out as easily as we walked in. I guarantee we won't. So, and I don't know if we want to sleep here. So, either YOLO or be careful. As you turn towards him, and Talia, you go to pull the doorknob away to put it back in the bag. Mm -hmm. It doesn't come off the wall. Oh, shit. No, 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 no. I, like, try really hard to get... It's not coming it, off. It's not coming off. Okay. Um. I pale. Like, oh no. What? What? What is it? Oh no, it's not coming off. It's not opening and it's not coming off. Okay. I am going to cast Dispel Magic on the wall. I'm trying to get the doorknob off. What is Dispel Magic? Like, what does it do specifically? It gets rid of things you don't want. Well, yeah. But That's is what it, it says. on a it says specific... You get, well, you get one thing you don't want. Uh, choose one creature, object, or magical effect within range. Any spell third level or lower on the target ends. For each spell fourth level or higher on the target, make an ability check using your spellcasting ability. The DC equals 10 plus the spell's level. On a su- successful check, the spell ends. Roll a d20. Okay. Guidance? Sure. Yay! Guidance. Was it 18? Mm-hmm. Plus, plus, your, plus your d4, plus, plus your wisdom. So, 19, uh, 23. Okay. The Nordop comes off in your hand. And you notice that, Celine, there's like this thin layer of translucent resin, almost, that dissolves away at the touch of your spell. Mm-hmm. And then it slowly encroaches back in, becoming invisible once it's there. It's only noticeable when it's gone. Well, that's disconcerting. It's a good thing you didn't do it on that guy. Might not have stuck. How reckless do you think that should be? Very. All right, then. Locks, you and Christy stay here, all right? Okay. Shall we? Yes. All right. Walk outside. Mm-hmm. Close the door. Mm-hmm. Anything different? No. And I yell really loud. I thought there was some sort of a party going on. 
Anything? Perception checks. 21. 20. Almost nothing. There's like a whisper of wind. And you hear this kind of like rustling a little bit off and sliding of something on the ground. And you hear what sounds like the flutter of a flag. Take out my guns. Something comes lurching and dragging out of the fog. It's about six feet tall. It looks like a scarecrow or some sort of life-size Raggedy Ann type doll that just sort of comes along. It's dragging one of its feet behind it and one arm seems to be just like almost empty of any stuffing and waving and flapping in the wind. It comes towards you and looks at you with button eyes. I'm taller than it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm looking up. Yeah. What the hell are you supposed to be? It like tilts its head. I said night speak. What's the other you supposed to be? I tilt my head to match it. And it's stitched mouth slowly opens up the stitch like widening and spreading and you see on the inside flesh (gasps) and teeth as it opens up and lets out this like high pitch whine of a shriek (gasps) (laughs) that's two different reactions (laughs) Oh, you're, you're, you're like, yay! And I'm just like, oh! That is so fucked up, that's so cool. Well, yeah, but I'm still like, I'm also trying to like channel Talio, who's just like, oh, hell no. <laughs> okay, so, roll for initiative. Oh my god, why? Because my foot still out. <laughs> Talio, what do you get? I got a 15. 15, okay. Selene, what do you get? Eight. Okay, that's my foot out. correct then. My foot really out. So the Raggedy Man goes first. It is going to come up towards you, Talia. And uh, 19 hits you? 19 hits me. Okay. So its limp flapping arm suddenly shoots towards you, extending and wrapping around you, pinning your arms to your sides. Ah, what is it with these things and freaking grappling me? (laughs) Kinky. Okay, that will not hit. Okay, the the second time, no, you feel it kind of like tugging at you, but it doesn't pull you closer. Right. Uh, it is your turn. All right. You can attempt to break free as an action or have your attacks with disadvantage. I'm going to try to break free. Okay. Athletics or acrobatics, your choice. Does 14 do it? Just, yeah. Cool. You manage to wiggle your arms and like force the cloth up and over your head and duck out of it. It falls like kind of limply to the ground before winding back and like snaking back across the ground until it's more back to normal size, just hanging limply to the thing's side. 
Hell no. Then Selene, it is your turn. Okay. I'm going to cast Spiritual Weapon. This is my bonus action. Okay. And it is... It is a crow. It is a crow? Oh, skill. cool. 17. No. No. And then I'm going to cast Chill's Dead. Okay. Um, What's your save DC? Like 75. 16. 16? Okay. It does not succeed. So okay. go ahead and... It's it's has not been it has not been hit. It so has not been hit, so it's two D eight. So that's 15, not bad. Nineteen. Nineteen, nice. Okay. So the shepherd's tone sounds through the air, sounding weirdly distorted through the fog. Mm-hmm. And you see like that kind of black corruption creep across the face mm-hmm. of the raggedy man, but at the same time it doesn't looking like it's doing quite as much as you're used to. Mm. Resistant. So it is its turn. I need both of you to make deck saves. Uh, 15. 22. Okay. So, Talia, you evade this easily. Celine, you just managed to evade as it sort of tilts its head at both of you and then throws its head back as its chest opens up and there's like this ripping of stitches oh. as it pops open and you see like oh, an open rib cage uh-huh. as several more ribbons of cloth shoot out of it and attempt to wrap around each of you. Oh, that's disgusting! That's so cool! <laughs> Two kinds of people. <laughs> no, that's his action, so. My turn? It is in fact your turn, yes. Got it. Okay, so... Death Whisper, so it goes twice. Yep. 25. That'll hit, yeah. 17. 17 also hits. Okay. And then Penance. Penance. Mm. Penance is fire. Nice. 16? Just hits. And then Death Whisper. 24. Yeah, okay. okay. That, that all hits. So, hang on, let me count all this up. 37 points of damage. So Death Whisper gets off three shots and then Penance gets off once. And I've never actually fired Penance before. So it's fire, just. How much of that was the fire shot? I didn't do the fire shot. You didn't. Whoops. I did Death Whisper. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten was the fire shot. You let out the shots, just all four shots, one right after the other, just shooting this thing in the chest as it comes back together, the stitches reforming as it looks back at you and you're just putting shot after shot through it. Then the fire shot connects and it goes through the right shoulder, which is like the kind of limply flailing one and the sleeve catches a flame and it like looks at it and like starts to flap around a bit wildly. How about a little fire, Scarecrow? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, if everyone's being so cool, I got to step it up. I have complete faith in you. Selena, it is your turn. Okay, I'm going to have my crows bite him. Okay. 15 plus 8, 20 sleep. That'll hit. Plus 11. Four. The crows come in, flapping and pecking, tearing bits of cloth and string away. Mm-hmm. As they dive in past the superficial layers of the cloth and stuff, you see that they're coming away with meat and tendon, oh. as well as they're pecking. Mm. Oh, mm. Nice. Yum. Yummy. Yeah. And then I'm going to get Sacred Flame. Okay. He does not succeed on that either. Okay. Is a... so two. 2d8, I think. Yep. Yeah. 
Three plus four, so seven. Okay. Wow. He lights up and although it doesn't set him on fire, he does seem to take the full brunt of the damage. It is, and it is um, uh, coffin spikes. Ha, nice. Coffin spikes just shoot through him, causing all sorts of little holes that are all now oozing reddish black blood. Yum. I mean, gross. <laughs> it is its turn. It is starting to look very raggedy now. There are like stitches and seams kind of popped all over him and you can actually see his left arm. It's still functional, but some of the stitching has come loose. So it's hanging a bit lower than it should be. And you can see flesh beyond the outside clothing and stitching. And... 19 will hit you, Talia. 19 hits me. Once again, the now charred right sleeve whips out and wraps around you. Okay. I need you to make a wisdom save. Wisdom? Uh Uh-huh. 10. Okay. That was a bad sound. So, it drags you forward, its mouth opening up, and it opens wider and wider and swallows you. Do I see this? Celine, what yeah. you see is the raggedy man drag Talia close, mouth open, but it brings Talia to lock eyes and Talia's eyes go over glassy. Oh, and shit. then it tosses her aside and she falls on the ground. Oh, well that just happened. Wait, wait, whose down is it? It would be Talia's. Talia, I need you to make another wisdom save. That one. (laughs) Yeah. So you perceive yourself as being surrounded by pulsating flesh. And it's close, claustrophobic. Everything around you is squishing and squeezing. And something's burning. It feels like your flesh is being burned. Celine, it is now your turn. I can't do anything. I'm just it's, stuck in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's a wisdom save at the end of your turn. Yeah, no. So. Okay. I know that I should attack it, obviously. But given what I just witnessed, I don't think I can. I think I watch Talia be swung to the side, watch her fall mm-hmm. on the ground. And all I can see is those sweet people stabbing their swords into her. I, I, I know it's it's like stupid, no. but I feel like she would just stare. Like, would just have just shock. So I'm gonna not do anything. Like, I know that's really dumb, um, but like, she'd have, she'd have a flashback. I, well, but I, I think I think that's what I, would happen. I don't disagree with it as a character choice. Yeah, so. I think I'm going to just cause, I mean, if anything, drama. Does my spiritual weapon stay up? It's not it, concentration. It's not concentration, okay, so yeah. yeah. Are your ears in shock? Yeah. Okay. So you're standing there kind of just staring over at Talia. And then all of a sudden the ribbon-like arm flaps past your face, but just misses. Okay, that'll snap me out of it. (laughs) Talia, go ahead and make another wisdom save. Eight. Still under. (laughs) There went all my gold rolls. (laughs) Celine, it is your turn. I have an over to Talia. Okay. Going to take a turn attack of opportunity? No, not that, you're far, you're not that it really matters. And I'm going to. This is what I want to do. I want to pull her under her back and try to see what's wrong with her. 
Okay, you pull her onto her back, and she's just glassy-eyed, staring up. Talia! Talia, can you see me? Talia! I'm going to try lesser restoration. Okay. Talia, you hear, from outside your fleshy prison, you hear, like, a muffled shouting. Talia! Talia! And then, suddenly, there's light that pierces the stomach of the raggedy man, and you wake up outside, laying on the ground with Celine kneeling over you. Talia, Talia. Oh, oh God, it's Talia. I'm fine. What happened? I don't know. The thing's still up? Yep. Yeah. Fuck. It is its turn. Can't hit it with the thing? Oh yeah, you could if you okay, wanted. Okay, yes, and I'm going to hit it with my, with my clothes. Okay. 25. That'll hit, yeah. 12. Nice. It is looking really close to falling apart. It is like dragging itself along. It's being charred, shot at, the crows having been pecking at it all this time. I need both of you to make a deck saving throw at disadvantage. 11. At disadvantage? Because you're prone. Okay, but I have advantage. Oh, so just a straight roll then. I rolled a six, okay. So six. Seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Okay. So, Talia, you managed to see it once again and roll out of the way. Celine, however, you get caught in it. Damn it. And I need you to make a wisdom save. Okay. Five is thirteen. Thirteen? Yeah. Okay. My turn to be swallowed. Okay, yeah. Your you know, turn to be it swallowed. Fun when Balom did it easier. <laughs> so, it drags you close and into its chest cavity, mm. and you feel it close around you. You see, once Talia sees it, it's over for you, bitch. Oh, I'm walking. <laughs> so, Talia, when you see, when you roll up and over, you see that the Raggedy Man has snapped itself back upright and is looking Celine dead in the eyes, and then tosses her aside, and she rolls onto the ground. It is your turn. All right, I, I use half my movement to stand up and then I'm gonna do the exact same thing. Okay. Cause I know, I know she's- She's fine. She's not fine, but the quickest way to deal with this is to kill it. So I'm going to do the thing. Mm -hmm. 23. Mm -hmm. 13. 13 does not hit. Okay. So one of Death's was supposed to hit. Uh, 24. That'll hit. Okay. And then 19. Okay, yeah, that hits. Okay. You stand up, pulling penance out, and just line it up dead center, fire, and it hits him full in the chest. And for the fire spreading, he shrieks. It's this, it's not even really loud. It's just like this really high pitch kind of whine, almost like air being let like out of a balloon. Like steam? Like yeah, yeah, like steam. As it just falls over and slumps its head coming detached off of its body and bouncing to the side. I run over to Celine. Am I still am I still in its stomach? Yeah, I need you to roll one more wisdom save. Okay. Celine, Celine, come on, get out of it. 21. Okay. Come on. Oh, God. 
Are you okay? Uh, yes, are you? Are you? Um, I'm fine, I'm fine. Didn't actually do any damage. Just one hell of a bad trip. Oh, gods. And I just sold my arms around you and... Oh, honey, it's all right. It's all right. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. We're fine. It's okay. The fog didn't lift any, did it? Nope. I'm guessing that was not the problem. I think you're right. They go over to it. Okay. May I say, what's it look like? It looks like uh, what it was before. It hasn't really changed at all. So it's got the, the, the burlap sack over its face? Yep. I'm going to take that off. Okay. Your stomach's... Yeah, you cut off heads to take in bounties. Your stomach's solid. Oh, yeah, I'm good. Okay. So... And if anything, Victoria Gresham's nonsense... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Would have, you know, we closed have that seen some shit. We have seen you, some you shit. Have, you have seen some... Yeah. I have thrown some shit at you. Yeah, yeah. this is... This is you're going to have to try to outdo yourself, baby. Oh, okay, I'm sure well. you. I'm sure you can, but, you know... Yeah, so, don't, don't challenge the DM, please. So... <laughs> Building it. You... you Take away the burlap to see a humanoid face behind it. Humanoid faces. Oh, faces. Because it's one head made out of multiple pieces. It's been, like, stapled and stitched together out of a couple different people. I don't like this much deja vu. Can I have the burlap sack? I'm sorry, what? Can I have the burlap face? The one you're holding, the one you took off? Yes. Yeah, thank you. I take it and I put it in the bag I'm holding. Thank you so much for supporting Let's Be Legendary podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes. You'd be surprised how much this helps others to find us. For news and extra content, visit our website at letsbelegendarypodcast.com or follow us on Facebook at Let's Be Legendary and Twitter at Let's Be Legend Pod. We also spend a lot of time in our Discord server, so please feel free to stop in and say hello. Links are in the description and on our website. For more content from our crew, consider supporting us on Patreon. You'll get episodes two days before the general public, exclusive sneak peeks of new art, DMs and players' notes on characters, and access to Bonus Round, a limited, exclusive series run by our patrons. Talia Gray is played by Chris Sass Council, Selene Argent is played by Megzi Sass Council, and our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Our producer and editor is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Our producer and manager is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Our producer, art director, and assistant mixer is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. Our producer, director, editor, and mixer is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects are in the description below. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Amrit S. Brar, and the tarot guide used in game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.